This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. Here we go, podcast, new week, new week, new week. His name is Al Dukes. He's in a hoodie. He's handsome. He's another H, so he can be the three H. Handsome, hoodie. Honest, Jerry. Not humble. Honest. Honest, man. There you go. What's up? I went to food shopping this weekend, and I grabbed um, sunflower seeds. I'm going to try them today. Let's go. For the ride home, as you suggested, as a way to keep yourself awake and alert. Now, do you know how to crack the shell with your teeth and then eat the seed and spit the shell out? Well, I Googled it today. You Googled it? Yeah. What is there to Google? I would have told you what to do. There was a step-by-step with pictures yeah, of you how crack you... crack the shell, you take your tongue, you take the seed out, and you spit the seed, the uh, shell out. So you spit the shell. The only thing I was confused about when I, when I read the step-by-step instructions online, because the picture and the step-by-step seem to be off okay do i spit the shell then eat the seed or eat the seed then spit the shell either way works i usually i don't even know how to see i use first of all i take them i take a, you take uh, a handful. whole bunch they recommend you do that only when you've become proficient at it yes understood that, uh, when you first start you one at a time oh my god <laughs> one at a time i'll put a little in my cheek there you go so yes i crack the shell take the seed out with the tongue spit the shell eat the seed and uh, those David sunflower seeds are Bobby approved. I checked. Uh, are they really yeah. the jumbo ones with salt, or did uh, you go unsalted? I I was looking for unsalted. Okay, but I scanned the regular awesome sunflower seed packet. I would recommend jumbo. Jumbo. The regular seeds are a little more tri- if you don't do it often. Yeah, the jumbo ones are easier to crack and get the seed out. Okay, I'll have to check. Maybe I got jumbo. But you might have. They didn't have a lot of options at my stop and shop. Really? Yeah. Man, they, they had so the fl- many flavors now. They had a couple flavors, which I know I didn't want. Okay. I really did want to go unsalted because yes. I was like, I don't need all this salt in my cheeks, Understood. Jerry. Understood. And in my gums. And you my know what teeth. they're good for, though? After a shift, after you've talked a lot. Yeah. Very soothing for your throat. Oh, like salt so- water. Yeah. Your spit and your salt turns into lovely salt water. It does. Oh, I'd be, I want to know how this goes. Okay. I'll, I'll let you know. Nice. Uh, secondly, I got a lot of tweets today that uh, the warm-up show, the that right now the Odyssey app is only allowing live listening and no... What about the rewind? No feature? rewind. I don't know. I don't You're know if kidding. that's temporarily a problem. But well, people let's get said, that fixed. Yeah, people said they couldn't uh, access the warm-up show today. It's only live. Wow. Okay. I didn't know You can know always that. access it on the podcast. You can, but I could see people getting to work and wanting to... Rewind and listen to us at 8 a.m. Yeah. 
That's oh, right, right, because the podcast doesn't go up till like eleven, yeah, ten forty-five or somewhere in there. Mm. So uh, I guess I guess it's uh, we're working on it, Jerry. We're working on it. Not really. I mean, we're just hoping at this point. Also, when I went is another thing I googled today. When I went to food shopping yesterday, I have this. I don't know if it's when I'm going food shopping, but all I ever see are green bananas. Yeah, you, you, the stores you go to, I don't understand what your problem is. I have no issues with this at all. My bananas None. are, I go on Sundays. My bananas are, I'm not telling you they're green, Jerry. They're dark green. Yeah, and they're probably not, you can't eat them for a week. Right. I, Dearborn Farms and Homedale, they've got green, uh, green bananas. They got golden yellow bananas that are perfect. And then they have some that are a little extra ripe that are cheaper. So does uh, Whole Foods has uh, plenty of regular you bananas. You need to find a new fruit place because that sucks. I know. It does suck, Jerry, because yeah. I have even read in the Neil Best article about me, banana time on the ride in. I is a moment when I Keep hit a, a plug there. <laughs> when I hit a certain part of the road where it's banana time. Today, no banana time. Not with frozen, not frozen, not with rock hard green bananas. So I did Google. What you could do with a rock hard green banana. <laughs> I did Google how to ripen a banana quicker. Answer. <laughs> Go buy one that's yellow already. <laughs> there actually were a number of things that were recommended on the internet, Jerry. And if it's on the internet, it's true. We know this. The very first one, which I somehow felt like I knew from uh, childhood, was to put the bananas. First of all, don't separate the bananas. The bananas ripen better when they're all in a bunch. Okay. You could put the bananas in a paper bag with an apple. Okay. And close the bag. And... Something happens naturally with the those two items being in the bag together where the bananas will ripen faster. So I could do that. Yes. I don't have any brown paper bags, but theoretically. Mm -hmm. Then I saw people said, you can put the bananas in the oven for 15 to 20 minutes. Now, I saw pictures of this, and the bananas were very brown. But I guess the inside part of the banana is like, tastes like it's ripened. I really think the best thing to do here would be to find a place that has yellow bananas. Ideally, yes. Jerry. This is ridiculous. But do I really need to go to a separate supermarket to yes. get bananas? Do you hear yourself? You're talking about putting bananas in an oven. Uh, and then they're going to come out brown. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, go buy yellow bananas. Um, by the way. You've got more time than God on Sunday. When, Jerry? When he rested. All day, every day. When am I going to go get bananas? Stop on your way home. Well, I've already bought Someplace. now all these green bananas. Guess what? You can't eat them tomorrow. So go buy a couple for today and tomorrow. You know who always has ripe bananas? Like Dearborn. And uh, convenience stores like 7-Eleven where you could buy them they up do. front. But they're that expensive. You know the one place I stopped in this morning for coffee because I had to get gas? So I went, am I going to get a cup of coffee? They had dead roses for sale. Are they selling them as dead roses? They were still in, no, but they were still in the in the bin. Yeah, they were all dead. <laughs> I wanted to say, hey, dude, you want to get these roses out of here? But I guarantee you, if I went up to buy them, like I was some guy that wanted dead roses, he would have sold them to me. For right, he would have happy to sell them to you. My God! But yes, they always have ripe bananas, and so does um, Dunkin' Donuts. Sells bananas for like fifty cents. Yeah, always ripe. Right, because those you expect to eat 
immediately. Always ripe. Not that I buy them, but I see them. You can see them when you go in. Here's another su- suggestion I read online. Put your bananas in a warm place in your home, like near the vent, near the sun. So now, all right, so now the, here's the goal here. Either cook them in the oven or lay them on the floor by where the heat is released. Or go buy yellow bananas. And now I'm saying this is in case you haven't bought yellow bananas. Some people put their bananas in the microwave. <laughs> I'm sure some. Now they said this softens the banana, but it still tastes like it's a Not green banana. Ripe. Which I hate. Correct. Air fryer. Similar to the oven, it's going to really make your bananas brown. So I guess really I have... How about you spray paint them yellow? <laughs> that's not going to do anything for you the taste. you got the protective casing. It'll look good. And then open them up and just pretend that they're ripe. Or go to Dearborn and get real bananas. So you're, so here are my real options, Jerry. One, go to a place that sells yellow bananas. Right? That'd be your yeah, suggestion. Yes. Two, if you have only green bananas, put them in... Don't buy green bananas. ...a paper bag. Uh, would you really eat a banana that was completely browned? By the oven. Maybe. And how good are they after one day? I don't know. Right. All right. These are all great questions. So buy yellow bananas. Buy, uh, put the bananas in a bag. That one brown is Brown paper fine. bag. That's the only one that's fine. No. Second, I think putting the bananas in a warm place in the home is also not bad. You're going to lay bananas down on the floor next to the heating vent? I, I potentially might. Now, there are many people, when I brought this topic up previously about my struggle to find yellow bananas, sent me from Japan. Some people have troubles in life. Your trouble is finding yellow bananas. We all have things we're fighting. Oh, boy. In our lives, Jerry. They always say, don't mistreat someone. You never know what they're fighting. I'm fighting green bananas. Right. Walk a mile in a man's shoes. Right. Walk a while. Your shoes have no tread on them. (laughs) Walk a mile in my shoes where I cannot get a yellow banana unless I walk more miles to a different store. Oh, man. That's funny. But many people sent me, and this is a great idea, that like in Japan, they sell bananas. Like you buy a package of bananas. The first one's yellow. The second one's a little less yellow. The third one's even this less. They're perfect as the they're week goes perfect on. as the week goes on. You have the proper banana. There you go. This is why the Japanese will always be ahead of us, Jerry. Okay, that's fair. I get it. The whole banana thing. We don't take own. pride in our bananas. Yeah, Dearborn Farms has beautiful bananas. Every single Sunday I go there. I will say, like, okay, so Stop and Shop is where I go. I previously used to go when I lived in Madawan to Acme. Also had a yellow banana problem. Where's there an Acme in Matawan? Right down uh, 34. Acme? Acme, right? Yeah, Acme. I'm not aware of an Acme in Matawan. Not Stop Stop and Shop? Oh, it was Stop and Shop. Okay, I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. New places are popping all over the place. I had an Acme in uh, Basking Ridge. Oh, okay. I almost feel like saying, and here's the other thing. Anytime I go to the store, even if I change it up, someone is always putting bananas out. Right. I feel like saying to the guy, these are not ready. Wherever you got these That's from. That's what they have. Wherever you got these from in the back, put them back. Chemically engineered bananas. I don't like to that. Be green and hard. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that, Jerry. I know. Well, listen, I've given you my advice.
Okay, here's something else I Googled today. Oh, God. boy, you're really entertained by the show today. What are we? What am I, you just, you're Googling green bananas. <laughs> I Googled green bananas, how to properly eat sunflower seeds. Oh, I forgot about that one. And here's one I could not find an answer to. Mm. And I'm wondering if any of our internet. The meaning of life? <laughs> well, that definitely. I don't know if any of our internet sleuths can come up with this. I'm very into food ingredients now. Yeah, so am right? I. Yeah. I'm into looking at the, I'm not looking at the nutrition label. I'm looking at the ingredients mm-hmm. label. Okay. And of course, nowadays we have so many more people overweight, right? And I believe that's due to ingredients. I agree. All the crap that's put in food. Right. So what I grew up loving devil dogs, mm. Drake's cake, devil dogs. Me too. I am sure that the devil dogs I was eating in the 1980s. Oh, you want the ingredients from correct, 40 years ago. Are not the same ingredients of devil dogs I'm eating now, and I can't find ingredients from the 80s. I would bet you they are, but the difference is the added preservatives in them. Well, that's what I mean. Like, even, like, the oils. I bet they're using different oils. Maybe. That could be. That could be. But I, yeah. Like, there's got to be, like, they say there's food... And packaged food that you can probably have stored up for years. Yes. I don't think that was the case 80 years ago. Right. I would think, yeah, you might be right. I don't know. How could you find, you would need someone, but no one's going to have a picture of a label from 1980. Right. I was even, I Googled uh, Drake's Cakes boxes, and I was trying to look, but it was all newer boxes. Yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah. They're not like baseball cards. People weren't saving them. And they're not... They don't want you to know what's in. Of course what's, they don't. Like nowadays they have, like I don't even know, they probably didn't have to put the ingredients. Well, you didn't have ingredients. You didn't have nutrition facts. You didn't have Well, calories. the nutrition facts didn't start till um, 1996. Right. But I was reading, I feel like the the they had to put ingredients if it was going to be shipped all over the place. Really? They had to put ingredients. Okay. No, I'm sure I don't was, remember that personally. I don't either. But we also didn't care about, we weren't dealing with health and, fis- and fitness. We weren't. Right, but why weren't we? Because the ingredients were better. They had to be. Um, I, we ate like crap as kids. Yeah, but like my grandparents were in good shape. And yet as a kid, I still never thought about it. I was a kid. Right, but like nowadays we see a lot of overweight kids. You do? Well, yeah, you do. Based on what I was eating, I should have been an overweight kid. I was eating devil dogs, yodels, chips. TV dinners. TV dinners. Yeah, that's true. I don't, cakes, I don't know. Cookies. Yeah, and then sodas. The, I look at kids today, the amount of chips they eat is scary. Like what was in it was was the same sugar in the Coca-Cola as it was No, I don't think so. Is it is now? I don't I don't know, but I don't think so. Jerry, in the 1980s Coca-Cola was healthy for you. Coca-Cola was not healthy for you. And nowadays it's bad for you. Remember all the um, all the Sanka with sweet and low that our parents would drink. Sanka, yeah. Like sweet and low is not. You don't want to be using that no. every day. And I know my parents every day, multiple cups. My mom used to drink Sanka multiple times a day with that packet of sweet and low. That can't be healthy. Now my grandmother used to drink uh, Sanka. Was Sanka an instant coffee? Yes. Sure was. So it wasn't regular coffee. Yeah, it was instant. They couldn't be bothered to brew a cup of coffee. They. I were... love instant. Really? In a pinch. Now, you don't need it anymore because of the Keurig. Right. But I always keep 
We always keep a uh, container, a small container of instant in the house in case the Keurig packets are gone. I don't brew coffee. I'm not interested. So how do you make the Sanka well, or the in that, instant coffee? If, if it's rare. Yeah. But in that case now, I just pour a hot cup of water from the Keurig machine and you put a teaspoon of the coffee in. Done. Mm. Start. Oh, there's coffee. <laughs> it's not terrible. Is it good? No. It's not like fresh brewed coffee, but it's coffee. I wonder what the ingredients to Sanka is. Because we have a hot water dispenser here. Sure. Why don't I do that instead of Keurig cups? Could do that. Yeah, you could do that. It's got to be move. like some sort of like, you know, coffee and then like jelly. Some sort of ridiculous, I don't know. Sanka ingredients. Because there's got, well, there's got to be a preservative in it too, I would think. Because once you open the jar... You've got 30 days to use it. Right. Okay, hold on. Uh, Sanka coffee. Ingredient. Do they even make it anymore? Folgers Instant, you could probably find the ingredients too. Folgers Instant? Yeah, because right. that's what we usually buy. A small thing of Folgers Instant coffee and a small thing of Folgers decaf for when my parents come over. There was... <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. Yes, Jerry? No. It looks like you were going to say something really interesting. No, no, I wasn't. So you got the ingredients? I'm looking here. Folgers Instant Coffee Crystals. I don't like that. I don't well, like that's the what sound it was. Yeah, yeah. coffee crystals. Yeah. Folgers to me is the best instant coffee made. All right. I don't love it, but I don't mind it. Our coffees, coffee basics. Well, it seems like they're hiding it from us, Jerry. Really? I can't find it. That's interesting. Unless it's just coffee. Um, I suppose it's possible. Let's see. So if I put ingredient label and then I do images, someone has to have put that. There it is. All right. Um, let's see here. Ingr- uh, it doesn't say anything. Oh, you can't read it. It's blurry. That sucks. Uh, ingredients, no, no, no. This is interesting to the audience, I think. Ingredients, 100% pure coffee. Oh, okay. That's what it says. That's the classic roast instant Folgers coffee crystals. Okay. So there you go. All right. Not too bad. No, it's not too bad. All right. Always good to have in a pinch. That's the way I look at it. Yeah. You know, because even if like, you know, power's out, you always got the gas. You can always make hot water. Yep. You know, so always good to have instant coffee if you like that. The Alan Jerry postgame podcast brought to you by Sanka. And Folgers. And Folgers Crystal companies. Yes. And Devil Dogs from the 1980s. Oh, love Devil Dogs. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up program. All right. I've got uh, I got a, I got a afternoon of research ahead of me trying to locate some 1980s Devil Dogs boxes. Want to come to Cornhole tonight? No. I didn't think so. I'll let you know how my uh, sunflower seed. Yeah, please. I'm curious. I don't expect don't to be. Don't choke on the way home. <laughs> I don't expect to be an expert. By the end of this drive, Jerry. I wouldn't expect you to be, but it's really not that hard. <laughs> it's just not that complicated. Idiot baseball players can figure it out. I can figure it out, yeah, Jerry. I'm like a smart. whole wad full of seeds. Yeah. You can do one at a time. You'll Big be fine. wad of seeds. So, it's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas.
The fan is on your smart speaker. To listen to the home of New York sports, just say, hey, Siri, play WFAN. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, here we go. It is 5.01. It's Monday. It's a new week. If you're slow getting out of bed, get your ass out. The Eddie Scazzeri, great to see you. And Al Obi-Dukes, how are you? Good morning, Jerry. Uh, Twitter was a buzz. Over uh, what? Well, Saturday that you were doing a solo show over at the CBS Sports Radio Network. A lot of people were hitting me up on Twitter. Will you call in? They, da, people da, da, da. were looking for you. That is true. And I had a couple, I, not many calls. I had a couple calls, though, yeah. that called in wondering where you were. Yeah, I, I take two days off. I decompress. I yeah. Jerry, I'm a sponge for sports on the well, weekend. Do you know what I'm saying? Okay. I'm like a dry sponge, and then sports is my water. What was your take on the Knicks yesterday, and where did they play? The Knicks? No idea. <laughs> <laughs> They're out of it, though, Jerry. I'm, I'm a sponge. But yesterday, yes, yes. But yesterday was, if you want to see the future of the Knicks, it was the, actually a very good day. Is that right? It was a very good day. What were your thoughts on Kevin Durant Saturday night? I did see that he uh, put up a career high 55. Where? And they lost. (laughs) Where did you say, Jerry? No, no, no. You can't peek. You said you're a sponge and you're sucking up the water. (laughs) Suck up some basketball for me. Sports is my water, Jerry. (laughs) I'm like a bounty quicker picker upper and sports is the spill. You're like, actually, you're the path mark version of the paper towel. Yeah, like we're going to need another roll. (laughs) Uh, they were in Atlanta. Atlanta. Yes. Oh, that, that <laughs> where that uh, one fellow crushes them. <laughs> I can't think of his name right now. Trey something. Well, we are off to a great Hold start. Hold on, Trey minutes. something, right? Uh, yes, the last name would be good for the sports soaker upper, <laughs> whatever you called yourself. The quicker picker upper. <laughs> Trey Young. Trey Young, right? <laughs> Well, good well, morning, everybody. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> oh boy, I did watch though, Jerry. Since I told you I'm a new fan of college basketball, yeah, I put on it. I didn't, the the first game it was K- terrible. Kansas, uh, 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 you know, oh god, Villanova. <laughs> you were going to say Vanderbilt? <laughs> I was. I put that on at the start of the second half, and it was already like the game. If you felt... missed the first five minutes of that game, you missed the game. Well, I was at a restaurant mm-hmm. when the game started, so. I could see the scores, but sure. I couldn't see what was going on. I was like, oh, my gosh, it was already like. Kansas bum-rushed them. Yeah, it was bum-rushed just, them right off. It was no game. But then uh, when I got home, I put on the second half. And then I was like all excited to watch uh, Duke, North Carolina, Jerry. And I watched the first half. Uh, and then the long halftime show. Put Knocked me, you out? Put me to sleep. Yeah, I hear you. It was a good game. I saw it was a great game. And then. So on in the morning when I woke up, I was reading all the stories about it, uh, get down to the wire, and I said, you know what, let me check out the YouTube highlights. Yeah. A 12-minute highlight package, yes. which is very, very extensive. extensive. Yes, right? very much so. But I must say, as someone who watches extensive baseball highlight packages and NFL highlight packages, and I feel like I'm in those games, I felt very disconnected with just the, just the highlight package for baseball. The college basketball. Well, also, that game had a huge feel to it, a historical sense yeah, to and you, it. and you don't get that. You don't. Absolutely. You 100% don't. But it was a good game. It ended the way, you know, Duke haters wanted it to see it end. 
And I hate to say it, but that poor kid that missed, I, mean, I don't know if it was in the highlight package, the missed free throws. Yeah. I mean, killer. You just, you, foul shots win ball games, And it was, it was glaring in that game. But whatever. And they move on. So you get North Carolina and uh, Kansas tonight. What time is that? that tip this off? is amazing to me. I actually thought the game tipped off at 830, which I thought is late, but I understand for the West Coast. It doesn't tip till 925. 925? Yeah. I think coverage, I think we start, I got to check. I think at least 9 o'clock we'll have it on the fan, but it's 920 or 925 is the tip tonight. I'll already be up for my second time to urinate in the middle of the night. <laughs> at 925. My prostate. Think about that. By halftime, you've gotten up three times. <laughs> <laughs> it's late. It really is. Yeah, that's late. I didn't. I don't know why I thought 830, and then when I saw it this morning, I'm like, damn. Even last night, like I put, no joke, I wanted to watch UConn-South Carolina last night. And I went at 7 p.m. Oh, actually, two things here. Number one. Is that I, the women's game? Yes. You're putting on women's basketball? It's UConn. Very progressive. Uh, well, it was UConn. It's the national championship game. I figured, why not? And I thought it started at 7, and I go to ESPN, and it's the pregame show. I'm like, come on. And then you see, you know, time to tip. That game didn't tip off until 8.20. So they lost me on that. I watched the first couple of minutes. It was 11-2 South Carolina. Didn't like the feel. Went to bed. But... I could not believe that the final four, unless I missed something, was not on CBS. Yeah, it was, it was not. on TBS and whatever. Exclusive to TBS. Why wouldn't that be on Channel 2? I don't know. How does that make any sense? Makes no sense. That I was stunned by that. Unless TBS demanded it as part of this package, but that's but very CBS strange. But CBS owns the rights. Do they? Am I wrong they, about no, that? No, they do, because Mr. Jim Nance was doing the game. Right. So why would you not put the fight? You had North Carolina Duke, and I understand everybody and their brother, you know, streams and has cable. Not everybody has cable, though. That's not on free TV? Right. Like, I had to go to Gina's house to watch it because I, you know, cord cut, Jerry. You didn't have on the, wait, time out, on the Paramount Plus app, you don't get TBS? No. Wow. You do not. So you had to go over. (laughs) Yeah. I had to watch the first part in an Irish bar. And the wow. second part at her house, and then you passed out on the couch. And I passed out. I don't. I that really took me by surprise. I found and now again as somebody who's new to this, watching sports. <laughs> <laughs> That's a genuine laugh, by the way, everybody. Final four. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I find it like part of me was wanting Kevin Harlan to call one of those games. How does Jim Nance get both games? Jim Nance is the, well, because it's in the, it's the same venue. Yeah, no, I understand that part. He gets the games. He gets the final four. Even that's weird to me that it's in the same venue. I guess. I mean, I've been around it enough now where you see the double headers or in some cases, two, three, four games. Yeah. Where it's just game after game after game. So it's kind of neat the way they clear the court. And it is cool. I would have thought Nance would be like, I'll do one of these games. I'm not doing both. Nance is probably making $20 million a year. Yeah. Call the games. And that also gives the the appearance that the games move fast. You're doing two games. College and basketball they do move fast. does move I know, fast. That's no, the I, beauty of it. You're correct. That is the beauty of it. And that's what is now drawn me to it. Yeah. There's no... If you're a um, a 21st century fan and you can't stand the pace of baseball, yeah. watch college basketball. Because it's up, it's down. It, uh, you can get bad games where there's a million fouls called for sure. But if you get a game that's officiated well and they let them play, it's like very little stopping. You know when the timeouts are coming. Under 16, 12, 8, 4. So you know when you got a break coming. It's just it's just a pleasure to watch. Yes, it was a pleasure, Jerry. Look at you.
Um, I will say this too. Another thing that I noticed while watching college basketball versus the pros. They try. <laughs> one, they try, yes. <laughs> yeah. Two, for the most part, there are a lot less tattoos. Okay. I don't think I've noticed that, but all I right. did. I uh, I that first game on uh, Saturday, I didn't see a, I didn't see a tattoo. Then in the second game, there were some tattoos, but not most people. Whereas in the NBA, in an NBA most game, people almost have all tattoos. of them. Yeah, that's probably true. Even the referees are tatted up in the <laughs> NBA. So well, I was like, you, wow, I wonder when they, I guess you get tattoos once you get to the NBA. Didn't you know they're actually shirtless? Those are strike oh, those tattoos. Were tattoos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I never really noticed that, to yeah. be quite honest, but makes sense. I thought, I guess, maybe once you get to the NBA, you're like, now well, they're making get, cash. Now let's get some tattoos, or like the uh, the other NBA players, like you, you're great and all in college. We got to get you some tattoos, and that was the other thing. Like uh, watching some of the Duke players cry, like then the careers, the, their basketball career is essentially over, right? They're at not least gonna, college. At least college. A lot of those guys can go play professionally in Europe. Yeah, a lot of. But them. there was one kid who was really upset. I wish I knew his name. <laughs> I wish well, I followed. You got to remember though. Sports. You got to they these kids put a lot into this and especially if they're a senior and that's it like your career just your college career just came to a very abrupt end and you're no longer you'll always be a duke of course of course a blue devil but your career your college career is over you're not playing a Cameron indoor anymore like that's it now it's what's the next chapter they also the players seem to be closer than the the NBA players they are of course they are cuz they're not they don't have families in a lot of cases some do but in a lot of cases they don't have families yet. They're not married for the most part. They spend every waking moment together. Like, again, I'm only because I'm with Rutgers, I see how much time these guys hang out together. They become like family. And then and then the NBA comes, and someone gets married, they have children, and it's like you're it's really work. Yeah. I got uh I'm gonna follow it next year. I'm gonna need to pick a team. How about Rutgers? Rutgers, you say? All yes. right. And you can be Rutgers. my guest at a game. I will come. I promise. Oh, I know. I promise, you, you Jerry. This. A Saturday afternoon game. I'm coming. All right. They well. How about Saturday night? And a Saturday Saturday night. Sure. They usually play Saturday night or Sunday afternoon. There could be a Saturday Saturday afternoon night. Game, I suppose Saturday night. All right. It'd be like, look at me doing something on the That's, Saturday night. That, and you can tweet it out. Yeah. And people will come see you. I'll take a photo with you, selfie style. I'm sure you will take photos with many people. There. Yeah. Oh, that'll be As great, a Jerry. Of, all right. I will hold you to that. Then one of the other things that happened in the game, I don't know if you saw this. I'm sure if you, it would be impossible if you watched the games not to see this. Uh, the the laptop that yes. had the sticker that said, Guster is for lovers. Correct. I don't know what Guster is, but I never Guster is a it. band. Oh, okay. I'll play one of their songs coming out of break. And it's a guy, uh, Matt Norlander. He's a uh, CBS sports college basketball writer. And he had this big sticker, and I guess it was getting distracting on TV. He was going to have to peel it off. Really? But instead, they, they moved the monitor in front of it. Because of where he, because of the position that Coach K took yes, on the sideline, his guster is for lovers. And where he was positioned. Yeah. <laughs> so evidently, he loves the band Guster. And. He says he uses the that big sticker so that his laptop stands out and doesn't get stolen. It's like if you were going to steal a laptop and you saw a couple that three yeah, sure. or four that looked the same and then one had a giant Guster is for lovers sticker. And then the band Guster was very excited. I'm sure they were. That's free publicity. Free publicity. Absolutely. 
Guster is for lovers. I, I, yeah, I never heard of that band. That is kind of cool, though. I thought it was a town. I figured it was like, you know, Virginia is for lovers. Virginia like, is for lovers, yeah. I'm, I'm going to play a song when we come back uh, from the break that I would say is will be their most popular. So if you don't know that one, you probably don't know but Guster. I don't know the band. But a lot of people know Guster. They're That's somewhat fair. sleepy douchey that Gia would say, okay. probably. I look forward to hearing it then. But uh, Guster is for lovers, Did yeah. you see one thing from this game, too, post-game? Not like Guster, but... Did you see the tweet that Nike sent out? Uh, I did. I don't remember it. because I... They wrote out, and there was a little tribute to him, I guess a little video piece, but the written part, the text was, you can't spell coach without K. Yeah, I didn't understand. And then everybody, well, because <laughs> they're trying to say, like, he's the coach, so Coach K. Like, that's it. And everyone's like, no, actually, you can. C-O-A-C-H. <laughs> There's no K. Right. And people just railed on it, <laughs> which was actually pretty funny. Yeah, and I thought it was going to be – I saw an article written about it. I thought, oh, maybe they took a really mean shot or something. No, no, yeah, they no. were they were trying to be clever and creative, and people took offense to it. Shocking. <laughs> like, someone sat in a conference room and tried to figure out how can we pay tribute to Mike Krzyzewski, and they came up with that, and they got slammed for it. <laughs> it's pretty funny, actually. Bad job by Nike. Uh, yeah, I suppose. I mean, I know what they were trying to do. Yeah. But, and so that be that. So, Coach K, see ya. Got to go. So, not a storybook ending. In either, think about this. They had a really good season, not a great season. Duke. It, yes. Duke is Duke. Because they didn't win in the Cameron Indoor Finale to North Carolina. Mm-hmm. They didn't win the ACC Tournament. And they didn't beat North Carolina in the Final Four. As good as their season was in his final year, there's a lot of pain and agony down the stretch of the last month. Yeah. So now he's out. Now he goes into retirement. Two of his last three losses to North Carolina. That's yeah, a killer. That's, for that him. is a killer. And did you see Roy Williams, which they've made a, as Jim Nance would say, a meme of? <laughs> I did see he was in the stands, right? He looked great. Yeah. I'm thinking, why are you not still coaching? He looked very uh, jumping up young and, down. and spry. Yeah, good for him. He was into it. Hey, good for you, Roy hey, Williams. Good for you. And then in, North, in Chapel Hill, you saw all those fans that were going crazy. And then in Duke, they had the video. I get that it's important to people. They had video of students who, let's be honest, they've been there for two years. Crying like, like come on. Crying that Duke basketball off. loss. Give me a break. Yeah. I, you want to tell me a 77-year-old man who's been invested in Duke basketball for the last 65 years? Mm, okay. A 20-year-old? Right. That's crying like a baby? Come Knock on. it off. Go have another drink and go yeah. away. We'll see you tomorrow. You beers. They're drinking beers, of Jerry. Of course they are. Some people get sad when they drink beers and they get reminiscent. And they reminisce about their two years of being a Duke fan. How sad. <laughs> their two years How of being sad a Duke that. fan. So who's going to coach them? Uh, do they got I forget they mind? do, and I forget who it is because you had the whole thing with Tommy Amaker. That was who I think Duke wanted, and Shashevsky vetoed it. Even though he's getting, are oh, you the... just getting? You just finding this out? What? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So Tommy Amaker's at Harvard, played there, has done a really good job at Harvard, as we know. Was at Seton Hall too for a while, and I think Duke wanted him. Shashevsky, I believe, is maintaining an office there at Duke. <laughs> to do what? Come and... in and read the paper. I don't know. Have his morning coffee? And I think he vetoed Amaker replacing him, and I'm forgetting who they gave the job to. I'll check during the break. So, Anyhow, that's uh, the first part. we got Boomer and Geo coming up at 7 o'clock. Lots to do just getting started. Al and Jerry until 6 on The Fan. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, 
Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm going to let this run for a second. Jerry, this is Guster is for Lovers. You know this one? I can't say that I do, but I won't say that I do. Would you consider this lover music? I don't know. I haven't heard it yet. Oh, okay. (laughs) I'm not sure. Would you make sweet, passionate love to this music? I'll let that go. Here's their other. I'll give you another one. Sleepy Douchey. What about this This thing called love. (laughs) This Sleepy is, douchey. This is Do You Love Me? Do you love me? Yeah. No. Hmm. We were young. Nothing. 21. Maybe. I, Let me give you I one don't more. know. I don't know. This is called Amsterdam. This is part Sleepy of my, douchey. It's part of my Guster is for Lovers playlist. It's really a Sleepy Douchey era. It's not a Sleepy day. Douchey festival. Like that's this song right here sounds like Green Day. Sleepy douchey a little bit. Sleepy douchey. Yeah, that's fine. Whatever. Sleepy douchey for them. festival. How many downloads do you think, <laughs> or likes on oh. Spotify? Do you think they got from they prob- this guy? Probably got quite a lot. I would think so. First, you had to so. know that, like you well, said, like true. you didn't even know Guster was a band from the sticker. No, but I would think a lot of people Googled Guster. Where it, they probably typed in where that, is Guster? Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Because Guster. Is for lovers. I'm thinking vacation site. What do we got yeah, here? Let's go to Guster. Let's go to Guster. It's music. Jerry, baseball starts on Thursday. This for is reals? what I'm to- for reals. The real season. Correct. The real season. Now, we found out over, I guess, Friday that Jacob Degrom is going to shut it down. Yeah, they shut him down. Oh, yeah. they shut him down for four weeks, and then he will need time to build up before he can. No, join he's the out rotation. till the summertime. Yeah, so he's out. It said uh, May or later, so I, it's definitely got to be later than May. Can I? I would say you're not seeing him before June. Can I give June? You, yeah, there he shut down for four weeks, which takes you into May, and then I would think it's going to be a few weeks for him to ramp back up again to right. be ready to go. Can I give you a quote from Francisco Lindor, which spells it out perfectly? Yes, yes, please. This was Lindor after the Degrom injury news came out. Quote: Even if he was there, how many games has Jacob lost because we don't do our job? Teams will still beat us one nothing, <laughs> <laughs> right? So really, not a big deal on our well, overall record. I do think this is the this is the interesting thing about this. I think what he's saying is we've had him before. We don't win enough because we don't score runs, right? So it's not like they're taking a twenty five game winner off the roster right now. And I think oddly, even though it was said in a weird way, what he's trying to say is this doesn't do. De- it sucks, but it doesn't derail us because it's not like we were an unstoppable force when he pitched before because we don't score. Because we weren't hitting uh, right. in those games. Exactly, which so, makes sense. So it's a stress reaction, Jerry, on his right scapula. Which is what, the shoulder blade? I don't know. I think it's the shoulder blade. I thought that's what the doctors always called for. 
nurse, can I have the scapula? <laughs> but that's the scalpel <laughs> yes. when they want to cut something. That was, that was funny. Uh, Buck Showalter said he did the classic boomer move here. I know this. I know. I wish he would have said it the way Boomer said it. Buck Showalter said, I look at it. Think about how strong he's going to be as the season progresses. That's a pretty good addition. Instead of a trade, Jacob DeGrom. Yep. I know. It's like making a trade at the deadline. Right, Booms? That's what he would always tell you. And then Max Scherzer. I have no I have no Got issues hurt. with Scherzer's going to be fine. You think he's starting opening day Thursday? If he doesn't, I think he'll make the start the following week. Because I went back... Uh, as I went down the wormhole of pitching, yeah. uh, as I was doing the CBS Sports Radio show on Saturday. Yes. Just to my point, Max Scherzer, if you look at his career, does not miss starts. Like, he'll give you 30 starts every single year. So I think a little tweak, and even he was like, I'm fine. Because I just I want to call it day-to-day. Like, I watched him from the other day. I'm not concerned. If he doesn't start opening day, he'll be fine a few days later. I really believe that. So his has nothing to do with his arm. It's a hamstring. It's a hammy. He just said he just felt it, tweaked it a little bit. He says it doesn't even it won't even stop him from throwing. Ooh, my hamstring. It's just kind of one of these things. The guy's making a hundred million dollars a year, and any little tiny thing they go and run and tell the people so good. So he'll throw a bullpen session tomorrow, Tuesday. Tuesday. And then they'll decide whether he's pitching opening day. Thursday. Correct. I did have you and G and Boomer in my mind on Saturday as I because just because I was talking about DeGrom and Scherzer, I thought it would be fun to make fun of the current athlete and pitcher with how brittle they are and how we get goo goo gaga over two hundred innings and thirty starts. And I just it was random. I randomly put in a couple of pitchers. I put in Tom Seaver and Mickey Lolich. Mickey Lolich for the Tigers in 1971 made 45 starts and threw 386 innings. That's what I'm talking about, Jerry. Like, that's a man. And I'm like, and my point was that's not 1905. Right. That was 1971. And now it's like if a guy, and I think if I saw it correctly, the Tigers only had a three-man rotation. They were pitching every four days. Yes, that's every plenty three of rest. Days, every three days, every four days, whatever. I go, are you kidding me? And look at what we do now. It really is unbelievable. In the summers, Jerry, I would pitch wiffle ball. I'd start every day. So this, uh, now listen, I know you're going to make, you're laughing at that. No, I'm not. But you're, you probably threw that wiffle ball on a summer day 300 times. And so I threw batting practice and I'm not comparing us to pitchers. I'm not. But it is interesting. I threw batting practice for 12 year olds on Friday and Saturday. I threw about 250, I threw the ball 250 times on Friday because I had 12 kids and they each got, my God, at least 20 pitches each because we went through a few times. And then I came right back on Saturday and did the same thing with another team for a full hour. I, I know it's not the same thing, it but kind come is. on, guys. It's, this is ridiculous. Every little thing. And it's not even like they miss a start. Jacob DeGrom, I can see all the summer. Yeah, and you know that throwing a wiffle ball, Jerry. That ball is super light. It's bad for your arm. And I was out there. I'm sure you're jacking your arm left and right, uh, throwing Jerry, screwballs and curveballs. Screwballs, curveballs, knuckleballs, sinkers. I don't understand. Slow curves, fast curves. All of that stuff. I had all of it going on. Could you do the slurve ball? Uh, I don't think so. No. I mainly threw curveballs. Okay. Occasional knuckleball. I, I knuckleballed never... your your kids, Jerry, right past them. Did you like 
Did you like throwing the wiffle ball with the three holes in it, or do you like the new wiffle balls that are out now? No, I need the classic. I'm a classic See, wiffle ball guy. I can't throw that one well. Not for strikes. Classic. I like the new ones. What are the new ones? The they new just got ones a bunch have, of holes in them? Yeah. I don't like that. Uh, yeah, I figured you wouldn't. I'm, a, I, I'm classic, Jerry. I'm I feel a, like I can make that one move more, believe it or not, I'm and like, control it. I'm like a Tom Seaver where I throw 400 innings. I'm like uh, the the sev- the the Orioles staff in the 70s that had four 20-game winners. Would Come you, on. Would you play Come in a on. wiffle ball league? Well, the problem with wiffle ball. These guys are really Yeah, good. they're too good now. I, I watch oh, But that's YouTube, everything, though. I know, but I watch these YouTube videos. That ball looks like it's going to hit you in the face, then it drops down right in the... <laughs> Right in the box. It sure does. Yeah, that's too much now. See, the problem with starting anything is you've always got these ringers and these guys that are so freaking. Yes. Even like, even what the hell is it called? Not um, not paddleball. Come on. What is it called? The tennis pickle game. Pickleball. So pickleball's fun. I've played it a couple of times. Not a lot, but I've played it a couple of times. It's great. And you're thinking, oh, we can start a pickleball league. And then all of a sudden you see guys that play for real. They are mashing the ball yeah. back and forth at each other. Like, I can't deal with this. Right. Too much. I just want to play in my neighborhood where I'm the best. Well, then create a loser league. <laughs> so that you know, no not one. that you're a loser, but I'm saying create a league of people that suck so that you can stand out and dominate. I don't know if anyone would join something called the loser league. <laughs> now, here's the sad part about opening day, Jerry. It's exciting, right? It is. We love opening day. We uh, We had to push it back. Luckily, because it's still winter here. Yes, and the weather sucks Thursday, The by weather the way. still sucks. Yeah. But we were going to have Jacob DeGrom on the hill opening day, and now it was like, oh, well, he's not going to make it. Let's get Max Scherzer out there. Well, if he's a little... Don't know if he's going to make it. Right. So you're going to tell me your opening day starter is going to be uh, Tyler McGill? Tyler. Tyler McGill? Yeah. Or David Peterson. It looks like it's possible, yeah. Or Trevor Williams. Yeah, you're possible. Never heard of you guys. I don't know why. You really watch a lot of Met games, huh? <laughs> I don't know why they wouldn't move things up and start Bassett or Carrasco or Walker. Like, I don't I don't get that. Right. Buck Showalter said he wants to keep the rotation. Und- I, and I, and I understand that part of it if it was the middle of the summer. Yeah. You're starting the season. Throw the best guy out there on opening day. I don't know why you would go bullpen game or, like, I don't know. A bullpen game to start the season where you have Max Scherzer and Jacob DeGrom on your staff. Well, we'll see. I mean, they're on the staff. I don't know who's going to be available. We know DeGrom is out. We'll see if Scherzer. If if I had to bet, I would actually put my money on Scherzer being there opening day. I hope so. I really do think he'll pitch. But we'll see. And that's just from watching him and listening to him as opposed to just reading the stories and the quotes. He almost looked like... I know my body, I'm fine, but I just got to take it easy for a couple of days. That's how I took it. And at least he doesn't have to hit now, so he doesn't have to run down first base. You know what? Tweak his hammy. That might not sound like a big deal, but it could be, especially when you're dealing with a hamstring. And did you see the Mets and Yankees made a trade, Jerry? I did. That's your guy, too. Yeah, Miguel Castro. Well, at least you can still watch him. Who I like. Yeah, you can still stream Castro on the Yankees. And he goes to the Yankees, and the Yankees get uh, Jolie Rodriguez. He's a left, I think, a left-handed pitcher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do we know anything about him? Not a whole lot, but, I mean, the Mets don't have many lefties on their staff, so now they just added one. Yeah. Other and what's Miguel that, Castro going to be for the Yanks? Middle reliever. reliever? Yeah, of course. Good power arm. You love him. I do. I know you do. 
because he's thin. He's he, got good stuff. He does have good stuff. He's a thin fella. He's like a Kenta Colby type. He remind well. He reminds him you of him or him of you. The guy from uh, that seventies sports on Twitter put out a picture. You know, he he p- puts pictures out yeah. from like the seventies and eighties, and he put out a picture of Kenta Colby, and he wrote the. Uh, before his start, Kenta Colby had a, a bowl of Apple Jacks, and he did not eat again until next spring. <laughs> <laughs> thin fella. Why, why was he so thin? Why are you so thin? Uh, but I, uh, Kenta Colby is thin. Yeah, I know. Well, different people burn calories differently. I guess Maybe so. he didn't eat. I don't know. You don't think he ate? I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, you saw the photos that Boomer sent us of DK Metcalf after he told us all he does yeah. is eat one meal, candy, coffee, and water. The guy is jacked. Like, yes. you can't even. And his stomach has all those oh muscles. Oh, my God. Because he's working out twice a day and is yeah. probably burning 2,000 calories every day. He's burning all that, all those Skittles. Holy cow. I don't know what his dinner is. Maybe his dinner is nothing but meat. I don't know. I don't know. He gets his carbs from candy. Right. And all his protein from lots of meat. Lots of meat. And then his coffee. And his coffee. A reasonable coffee. I don't understand how you... Like, when you have to when you have to fast for a colonoscopy or you have to fast for blood work or whatever. Yeah. Not easy. This guy's fasting till 4 p.m. every day. And he says he's not hungry because he has coffee? Please. What's in the coffee? Shavings of pork? <laughs> Come on. Yeah, it's like a wonton coffee. <laughs> <laughs> He's sucking down the ravioli. Yeah. I didn't even realize it. Yeah, it's delicious. Give me a break. I don't know how people do that, but hey, good for him. All right, we got to take a break. 536. We got Boomer and Geo on a very busy Monday coming up at 7 on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. All right, Blues Brothers, on a Monday as we get your new week rolling, it is great to have you with us. We got Boomer and Geo coming up. At 6 o'clock, so much to discuss as Al and I have tried to get through much of it so far. Jerry, the Mets are having a giveaway for the kids, something uh, that I think children are going to love, young uh, baseball fans. Is this another Thor giveaway? No, 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 Jerry. This is a giveaway. Uh, you know, baseball's always trying to reach uh, some of the younger fans. and <laughs> We've got uh, on uh, July 24th, Jerry, in the summer when kids are available. Gil Hodges bobblehead night. Jerry, I'm 52. Uh, 52s. I'm 52. I've never seen Gil Hodges play. No, of course you're not. And I'm 52. I know, of course. Who is this for? (laughs) This is for the. I don't know. I don't don't (laughs) know. I don't know. Do they think kids are going to get and be like, let me check the history of Gil Hodges? Come on. Well, I'll tell you this people love a giveaway. They do. They love I the one thing I've always laughed at is you can spend two hundred dollars on a ticket to a basketball game. When they start shooting those four dollar t shirts into the crowd, people are reaching for those t shirts like it's gold. Right. They go nuts. So if you were now let me guess too, how many are they giving away? That I the don't first know. eighteen thousand fans, I would think. 
I don't know, man. People like stuff for free. I, I don't know. You're, yes, you're right. The seven-year-old walking in is going to be like, what am I supposed to do with this? Right. You're not wrong. And normally they go, it's for uh, people what, like a, a 10 and older or 12 and over. This is, I, I saw this one for this one, Jerry. It's a all fans 75 and older. <laughs> They're getting one. So you're going to get one. You got to show your ID at the yeah. door. <laughs> we know you can't run up to the gate fast because you're past your 70s. Show us you, your social security card. Yeah, you will get one. Your AARP yeah, I, card. You, I cannot argue with you. You get a Gil Hodges. I got that in the mail the other day. An AARP? Not a card. I got just started getting the stuff. We've got our eye on you, Mr. I don't care Rekka. for that. I don't care for it either. I don't need that. I get senior it. living things. Well, you can be. Almost. There are some. Well, actually, you can. That's actually not a law. You could go into a 55, the 55 yeah, and older. You could. But even there are 50 and older places. What do you mean? It's not like they can't That's keep me law. out of there. I don't think legally they it's can. It's suggested that this yes. is for older people. S- strongly suggested. By the way, I know those are going to go up because 55 and older. Some of them aren't cheap now. No, no. I don't mean that. I mean. Oh, age-wise? The requirements. Yeah, because 55. Is not like 55, 40 years ago. Yeah. I agree. When these houses first became available. That is very true. They were supposed to be for, well, I don't want to insult the Gil Hodges fans out there. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. It's different. Yeah. There was a, my parents live in one, and there was, it's a few weeks ago now, there was a guy that was jogging in the neighborhood, and my first thought was, oh, he's running through the neighborhood. My wife's like, "Mm, I think he probably lives here because he he looked good, but you could tell he wasn't 30. I'm like, you know what? You're probably right. Right. It's true. So what's the benefit of living in 55 and over? Here's how. You get involved in the community sports and you dominate. (laughs) Hey, anybody want to play pickup basketball? (laughs) Come on, -on one-on-one. I just started watching the NCAA tournament this year. I'm ready to go. Al is all in. Yeah, and this is uh, very difficult to admit on a sports radio show. I have no idea why something is a charge in (laughs) basketball. Versus a foul on the defender. That's one I don't. You don't grasp. know the difference between a block and a charge, and getting to the spot and setting your feet, and you have no idea. Yeah, because like I watched uh, in one of the games on Saturday, the defender just stood there like a brick wall, and the guy jumped up and put his knee in his chest practically, and they called the charge. Correct. I'm like, so that guy could just stand there. That's <laughs> that's the whole point of the charge. You got to the spot first. You can't just run right over him. <laughs> That's called a charge. Now, if so he's wait, I have sliding, to get to the spot and you got to get to the spot first and, and plant my. You're feet. defending the spot. Okay. Now, if you are sliding and you get there at the same time, that's a block because you didn't establish position. Who didn't establish position? The defender. Oh, okay. So you're getting in the path. You're oh, getting in the way and in the path of the play. Oh, so then that's on you without having established. Yeah. The area. Well, this is I can teach you basketball now. <laughs> I just seemed weird that you could, as a defender, just create a wall, and if and the guy can't go past as you. as long as you okay can't go through you. Correct, exactly right. So you got to plant your feet the same way, like in football, when a someone when a lineman moves, they got to get plant, they got to get set again before they go. Right now, just so you're aware, that line that goes around the court, yeah. the, the the half arc. That's the three-point line. If that I'm aware. Bef- behind that, you get three points. I'm aware of okay. that. Just making sure. And you can't hang out in the paint, right? <laughs> <laughs> no. Now, here's the tricky thing about NBA to college. In the NBA, you can't hang out in the paint both offensively and defensively. They have defensive three seconds, too. Yeah. 
Yeah, I did notice in uh, college some of those guys can hang out a little more. Well, you can play a zone. You can't play really zone defense in, in the NBA because you can't put the center in the in the paint like you can in college. See, I'm learning. Jerry, you're never too old to learn. And uh, I'm you learning are never things. too old to learn. Of course, it would have been good had you known this before you started doing a radio show a few years ago. But, hey, whatever. Better late than never. <laughs> Jerry, I first got into sports radio in 1994. So I, it's you can't learn everything <laughs> right away. Or, like, what a charge is. By the way, Iron Eagle, a big fan of the warm-up show. Is that right? I had him on Saturday, and he said, uh, I might surprise you and call in one morning. Oh, okay. So there you go. That would be cool. I said, we will gladly put you right on. Tell him not to give us a sports resume when he calls in. I don't think Iron would do that. I've been a fan since the uh, the Yankees since 1960. Right, it would take too long. Oh, my God. Did you see Vince McMahon and Pat McAfee got into it at WrestleMania yesterday? I did not. I mean, I, I'm aware of it, and Vince I saw the Mc- stuff on Twitter, but no, I didn't watch it. Vince McMahon is 76. And he's too young to be in an over 55. He's too old. No, I think he's too young. Oh, he's too young looking. ain't what it used to be. He looks muscular he still. He looks great, yeah. That's got to be testosterone or human oh, growth for hormone. sure. Yeah. Has to be. And he beat up Pat McAfee. I mean. Who also took a stone-cold stunner. Sure he did. Okay. <laughs> That, this, I, this is yes. where wrestling loses me. Yeah, when a 76-year-old Stop. beats up a athletic former punter. I'm not saying what they're doing is not physical. I'm not saying they don't get hurt. I'm not all of that. And they're in great physical shape. The wrestlers unbelievable. But some Steroids of the some of bad. the phony stuff. Stop. Don't do that. Stop it. Uh, yeah, and Stone Cold Steve Austin was back, and he gave a very awkward Stone Cold stunner to Vince McMahon. What is I don't know what that means. It's, what a, that mean? it's a move where he, like, almost breaks your neck. Oh, why was it, it looked, awkward? It was so awkward because Vince McMahon fake? is 76, okay. yeah, and hasn't wrestled in 10 years. So that looked very awkward. Mm. That didn't. But Pat McAfee took the Stone Cold stunner. looked really good. Good. I'm glad. That's great. Yeah, fellas got a I saw he punted the ball to the crowd. Uh, yes. As he was introduced. Yeah. And then Vince McMahon punted a ball into him. Oh, is that true? Yeah. That's what I was reading, Jerry. Hmm. Okay. I, I know. Listen, I know people. I know people love it. No, so that's great. People I don't. People were talking about that's it. All, that's awesome. It was a big. Uh, I'm a loser. I'm a loser. It was a big sports weekend. Uh, sure was. Did you see the Patriots got a new wide receiver? Devontae Jerry? Parker. Yeah. Yeah. That's two guys named Devontae as wide receivers in the league. Pretty good. <laughs> yes. Pretty good. I guess if you're Devontae, whatever, yeah. <laughs> so they were saying, like, that was, uh, I think I saw, um, who's the um, NFL insider that's on here and Pat McAfee show? Uh, Ian Rappaport. Ian Rappaport. I saw, he, he said, what an odd weekend that the Dolphins and Patriots made a trade, sure. which is odd. And, and the, the Yankees Mets and Mets. Yankees, yeah. Times they are a changing, as Bob Dylan and once said. Times they are a changing. Oh, in some other news, Jerry, I saw Ed Coleman is retiring. This saddened me. How so? I well, because it seems like the old guard is completely gone. Yeah, that's that's why Steve Minko, Usler, Harris Allen. No, what's the matter? Did I say something uh, wrong? Eddie's trying to get me to do one of his lines, which I'm not doing. Oh. There's just, I don't know, it's just weird. And now Eddie C's gone, Mike yeah. is gone, Dog's been long gone. It's just, it is, it's different. So who's in seniority now here? I guess Boomer, right? But as far as, though, as far as, like, uh, actual employees, you... Just employees, you've been Dove here Eddie, long, Dove Eddie. the longest. So yeah. is Dove his first longest? Yes, and Schweibecker second. Wow, and then you, then Jerry. 
No, then me, then Paul Arzuman. Oh, Paul Arzuman, a little production action. But yeah, on the air, uh, major host, Boomer. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. It's really, it's nuts. So it's different. And congratulations. You know, the the funny thing with Eddie, though, is you would think this is the one year you might want to, looks like it might be fun. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe announce you're retiring at the end of this year. Well, when did, did he say it was effective immediately? I think so. Oh. Am I right? Oh, I, I don't I'm know. Well, yeah, sure. you know what? Yeah, I because so. I did see that uh, Brad Heller was going to take over a lot of his Mets okay. duties. Makes sense. He's been in the booth. Yeah. That's why we never hear him at 5 o'clock during the summer. Right, he's in the booth. So, yeah, they, congratulations, Eddie. There's not a better guy on this planet than Ed Coleman. Is that right? He, yeah. I never I, I never really knew him. Yes, Eddie is awesome. but And not, not full-time, but Richard Neer has been here longer. Than Richard Neer. Grinding up testicles of goat. Right, it's those types Eddie's of topics. Eddie setting himself up. It's those types of topics that... Create longevity in this business. All right, quick break. <laughs> we got to take a break. When we come back, we're that smoking close. marijuana. Oh, Got a joint, <laughs> weed, spliff, <laughs> bong, hashish brick, hashish brick. Uh, Odyssey Sports Minute. Here's Amy Lawrence on the women's NCAA tournament. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. Right, the guys are locked and loaded in position. We've got about 50 seconds to go. Rangers lost in a shootout. Islanders beat the Devils. Blah, 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 blah. What else? And the next one, one big in Orlando. I see that uh, Tim McCarver is also retiring, Jerry. I didn't know he was still doing games. Right. Well, so he left Fox uh, years ago. Is he doing Cardinal games still? Yeah, he's been doing uh, St. Louis Cardinal games locally. I think he left Fox in 2013. That long Way ago? back then, yeah. And then just been uh, grinding it out doing uh, Cardinals games. Like he used to do the Mets here. Yeah, no, I and I knew at a time he was still doing Cardinal games, but we haven't heard from him in so long. I just kind of thought that he you had thought he moved went away. On. No, I did. He's going to move on now. I well, I guess so. I think he and Eddie Coleman are going to do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Everyone's got a podcast. <laughs> yeah, everyone's got a podcast. What you got to get hell? in it. I agree. You How get, old is he? He is an old fella. You have no idea. I don't know. Boy, you seventy been, something. You uh, he might be older than that. Tim McCarver, I feel like he was 70 10 years ago. Tim McCarver looked old when he was doing Mets games on Channel 9. WFAN and WFAN FM and HD1, New York. An Odyssey station.